Well, good afternoon. It is a wonderful day in the neighborhood. A wonderful day in the neighborhood. Dennis, won't you be mine? Won't you be mine? I think I already am. We're here. Oh, it's Monday. Showed it. We're doing our show. What more can people ask for? I'm not sure. Oh, it'd be nice if Rob could get his internet working. <laughs> well, we'll just bounce that back out until we uh, hopefully he gets it working. He said he can hear us. Uh, I don't know what is uh, going on with it. If he can hear us, so if the if it, if the cap was just over his lens, it wouldn't be spinning. It would just be blackness. And well, be, plus I think he's on an there. iPad, so there's no cap to go over the lens. But yes. Oh, it's on an but iPad. I mean, that is uh, that is the guest we're waiting for. Is my buddy Rob Snyder, who is the co-writer of First Man, a longtime friend of mine. He's a cartoonist in his own right, so hopefully he'll figure it out and uh, we can get him in. Until then, we can just shoot the bull. How was your weekend, Dennis? Well, you know what? It was a great weekend. Um, well, you know, so it was bittersweet. My daughter moved to Korea. so North Korea? Just about, just slightly south of that. Yes. Wow. So she finally got on the plane after all the rigmarole and was able to get in the air. She took her long flight and eventually made it. No thanks to all the stupid COVID restrictions and all the issues and then technical difficulties on the tarmac. It was a rough, it was a rough day. So we were up bright and early, but she made it. She's on. She made it. She landed safely. And now she has to quarantine over in Seoul for two weeks. Oh, quarantine by herself. Yeah. So that was a lot. That was that was that was a rough weekend. But Susie immediately started turning her bedroom into her office. So we had a, a lot going on. So we were, you know, busy working through it. How does one get food while they quarantine for two weeks? See, that is a million dollar question because they cannot leave. Now, the government is supposed to drop off um, food to them when they're in these quarantining special things. We'll see how that all works out because um, um, we've heard that sometimes it takes two or three days for them to arrive. <laughs> what? Yes. So she does have a friend there. So hopefully, hopefully it all works out. Oh, my God. I, uh, oh, I see. Oh, look, there he is. There he is. Well, he's got to adjust the camera. So we, we, we got, we got face. half of them. I got to wait till I see. I don't want to see his torso. I want to see his face. So once I see his face, I know he can hear me. Uh, I'll, uh, he's la there. Oh, that's it. Well, you know, now that I see his face, I don't know if I want to see his face. Still chopping off the top part of his face. <laughs> I know he should be able to adjust the camera and figure it. Well, let's just bust his balls on screen. Rob, come on. We need to see your face, buddy. All right. All right. I'm working on it. Did you just restart it like I suggested? Is that is that what worked? 
Yeah, so the issue was uh, uh, I have an old browser, so I couldn't use Safari on that browser. But this this lets me work. Oh, there you go. Rob, Dennis, Dennis, Rob. Nice to meet you, Rob. Nice to meet you. So, oh, yeah. oh, now Rob's frozen. Oh, nope, now he's not. You know, we can't tell if it's a browser or maybe AOL stopped their dial-up service. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> you here in West Virginia? <laughs> Rob heard that as he was trying to log on. Oh, God, I remember those handshake sounds vividly. Oh, I hated those. How's it going? How's it going, Rob? Good? All right. Going all right. So are you on your iPad or a laptop? What are you on? Yeah, so I've got my iPad propped up against the back of my laptop. What were you trying with before? My phone. Oh. Yeah. That's weird. Yeah, because my phone has got uh, my phone's got Chrome and my laptop's got an old uh, an old Safari browser on it. And so I couldn't connect with my laptop. And then when you suggested the iPad, I just said, Well, I'll give it a try. It's got a it's got a newer Safari browser and that works. Oh, I thought that's what you always use when we've talked before, but yeah. oh well. No big deal. It's all You're good here now. now. Exactly. And that's what matters. Ladies and gentlemen, Rob Snyder in the house. Uh, cartoonist himself, more along the lines of comic strips and, and things like that. And some some political t cartooning back in the day, I'd say. Not really not really currently. Hyper Kaiju in the house. Thank you. Look at that. Back first, man. There's the link right there. Thank you, Hyper Kaiju. Uh, I told Dennis he could lead the whole interview thing since I know you. So mm -hmm. Sure. Yeah. yeah. So uh, a lot of us may not don't know you very well. So I guess the first question is I always like to ask, you know, we like people's origin story. So what, how does, what was your origin story of how you got involved in comic books, particularly with Andy, but you know, how did you get involved into the comic book industry in, in the get-go? Yeah, so uh, uh, I, I've always been into comic books, um, a long-time reader of comic books, always wanted to do uh, comics, cartoons, and uh, discovered early on, uh, my secret identity did, that I was really bad as a comic book artist. Um, and, you know, yeah. my, that my my gifts were more towards um, political satire, uh, kind of um, Oliphant uh, look, and um, and I and I and I enjoyed comic strips more. So you know, I always wanted to be a comic strip artist, and um, but I loved comic books, loved reading them, and I and I wrote, but everything that I wrote and wanted to write uh, was more, um, you know, was more kind of Mad Magazine or. Um, uh, and not so much straight superheroes. And, um, and, and so Andy and I have known each other for years and he invited me to participate in his, um, in, in first man and working with him on it a long time ago, actually, this is, this is maybe 20 or more years ago when, when, you know, we first came up with, uh, well, you first came up with the concept and then you asked me to kind of refine it a little bit for you. And, um, so we worked on, we worked on first man together for a while and then, I did some things with Paradox Press for a little bit uh, when they were doing their big book of series. I managed to get a couple chapters in there. Um, I was able to publish a book through Image, um, just a single issue of, of my character, Kid Terrific. <laughs> look at that. Oh, look at that. 
That's so sweet. I don't even right there. I don't even have a copy in that good of shape. <laughs> right there. Well, I didn't. I didn't. Uh, I didn't uh, go to town on my copy like you must have on yours. So. So um, my first comics out. Ooh! Yeah. So that's um. That, you know that's a lot of what I did, and then and then I um. But you know I started. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, that's 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 some panel. <laughs> you know, it's sad because I felt like uh Kate Winslet on the Titanic when Rob asked me to pose for that. <laughs> you know, first I said, "All right, I'll take my shirt off." But then he said more, and I was like <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I thought he captured me really well too. I was like, "Damn it!" It's a great. Couldn't have It's cartooning. You couldn't exaggerate a little bit. Geez, <laughs> you're saying you got your curves just right, <laughs> just right. Yeah, that's that's painful to be reminded of that panel. But if there was one panel that he was going to put up, it was going to be that one. <laughs> of, course. of course. Oh my God! So what year was that? Yeah, what that was maybe '98. That, uh, yep, that I, November '98. Oh, look at that! November, my birthday. No, that was my birthday present to me. <laughs> but seriously, I mean, this is great stuff. His cartooning is top notch. I mean, it's I should full screen. Of yeah, course. full screen it. You know, kind of Calvin and Hobbesy. Really, it's really nice stuff. I, when you come over Wednesday, Dennis, I'll let you borrow it. Yeah, because I, you know, I I love Kelvin and Hobbes and that uh, that entire genre. So that that's going to be kind of fun because I know for a fact I have not read that. Yeah, that's neat. And and what's what's interesting about the Kid Terrific concept is it started out as a pitch to DC, um, and I, I had come up with this whole notion of Mister Terrific having a grandson, and I wrote this long backstory, and uh, you know it was very kind of in the mold of um, of, of Robinson Starman. And um, uh, I sent it off to DC, and they and they loved the name, and they loved the sense about it. But they they weren't into at all. The editor, at least, wasn't into at all this all the backstory, everything that I had sort of developed as a reason for the character existing. And so I said, well, what the heck? I'll just turn it into a, a funny, uh, uh, you know, a funny gag uh, cartoon, since that's what I, I draw more naturally anyway. And um, so that sort of became the, the thing that I've, I've managed to work with over the years. And in fact, I've, I've just put Kid, uh, Kid Terrific on, on Webtoons just a, a month or so ago. So I'm running it as one of the scrolling comics on, um, on, on Webtoons. And that's been kind of fun because originally, of course, it was black and white. And I'm getting a chance to kind of go back and color it in and everything. Ah. Hold on. Let me go. It's just webtoons.com. And then I can search for it, I guess, because I can share my screen. Yeah, I think so. You could probably just find it as Kid Terrific on Webtoons. There's no uh, big male alien weenie in it, is there? I took the alien weenie out. All right. I don't want to show that on my screen. Oh, I already did. Well, yeah, no you're already on the screen, Andy, so we already have one alien Aww. weenie. Come on. Come on. Come on now. It would be purple in the new one. but I <laughs> All right. Hold on. I did Kid Terrific as the Of course, the he would just color this in anyway, like he just did. <laughs> That's right. I did Kid Terrific in the search bar. 
Not nothing came up. What else could I search under? Uh, you can search for the for the Substack by uh, Inbox Comics, and he'll come up. Well, God, I thought you said I could go to Webtoon. Well, you could. Webtoons. But go to go to Inbox Comics on Substack, and it should come up. What's that website? You got to tell me the full website. It's just Inbox Comics. Oh. It should come up. All right. Let's see. Wow. All right, let's do a search here. I shouldn't have to sign up. Uh, oh, maybe I did sign up. Let me see. Oh, no. Okay. I feel like I need to put something on my walls behind me. <laughs> I know, right? Come on, man. So what was the first comic book you remember reading when you were in your youth? First comic I think I ever remembered reading was Justice League of America, number 87. That's oh, man, he remembers the number, too. Yeah. There was a big wow. robot monster on the cover. Batman was sitting on this throne, and it was holding, I think, Superman in its hand, and he was sort of rolled over his palm. And I used to think Batman was a bad guy because of that cover. I didn't know, you know. Oh. Yeah. Do you still have the comic? No, I don't. Oh. Yeah, he's not a diehard collector like us, Dennis. Yeah, no. oh. yeah I don't have many comics left anymore in my collection. Gotcha. Yeah. So if that was the first one you, you got, what what did you used to collect? What were the first ones you actually started buying? Yeah, so uh, I bought Justice League. Um, you know, I was a diehard Justice League fan. It was the only book that I um, ever subscribed to. You know, I used to get it. In a little brown oh. sleeve, folded in half in the mail. And, uh, oh, yeah. You know, and uh, I got, um, I read, you know, I, I was a DC guy growing up. You know, I, I Marvel Comics kind of scared me a little bit. There was something about, uh, there was something about Marvel. I just didn't dig the Marvel heroes. But I read all the Marvel other titles. Like I read, I read Sergeant Fury. I read Rawhide Kid. I read Ringo Kid. You know, I read all the Marvel other stuff. But I didn't read Marvel superheroes. I read DC superheroes. I read World's Finest, Superman and Batman, Justice League, Teen Titans. I read the Legion of Superheroes. And I read comic books all my life. And um, and when I was a little older, I got into... Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I was right. That's right. <laughs> so, but, but I started reading Marvel, you know, when I was probably elementary school, I, I got into the Avengers. And uh, but, you know, I didn't know the characters nearly as well as, you know, I kind of understood the DC characters and I just didn't know as much about. Sure. Daredevil. Sure. Uh, in high school, I read Daredevil and I read. Um, in fact, Daredevil became a, you know, a, a longtime favorite of mine once Frank Miller jumped on it. And um, I stuck with the title for you know, many, many years. But, uh, you know, as a kid, I read Thor, I think, a little bit. Um, Fantastic Four. I. I I, I really like Fantastic Four. Cool. Well, yeah, it looks like fact. Andy found it terrific. I he did. Found it. You need to, on Twitter, you need to put the link for this stuff in your bio on Twitter. So when people go to your Twitter, the link is right there. Are, are people going to my Twitter? No. But, uh, <laughs> but, they but if they do, if they do, they'll see the link. Yeah. To a uh, full color kid, terrific. 
Yeah, see? That. Look at that so no, goodness. No, no purple weenie. Nope. Cropped out. That's why. It's over here, but you just can't see it. Yeah, yeah. That's why and he, he does a strip with twins. I thought this one was pretty funny. I got this in my inbox and thought that was rather uh, rather cute. So oh, I see X Mena. <laughs> yeah, X Mena. Yeah. Did he pronounce uh, that right? Uh, I think it's Jimena. It's like pronounced with a J. So Soshi is pronounced with an S, and Jimena is pronounced with a like a J sound. And uh, you know, the the premise was I needed a strip that had little girl names that started with an X because it go with a double X chromosome on twins. See, look at that deep thought. That's why he writes first, man, because of the deep thought he puts into stuff. Really deep stuff. It is. Well, that, that brings me up to my, I guess, the question is, since you, you've been collaborating on first, man, obviously for a while with Andy, how did you two hook up and how did that come about? Yeah, we, we met at a, uh, we worked together at a sign shop. I mean, this is back, Andy, you were what? You were a teenager. 18? 17, yeah. 18. I'm trying to, th I'm trying to remember. Um, oh, what's up, Eric? Eric is in the house. Hello. Oops. Hello, Eric. What's up? Um, was it the sign shop before it was Greenhorn and Amara? Yeah, I think so. Cause you went to Greenhorn from the sign shop and then I followed. Yeah. Yes. We met at a sign shop I was working at. Yeah, I guess. So you were making signs, like physically making signs? Yeah, this 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 sign shop actually specialized in sandblasted wood signs. So we would take, you know, big, I guess, you know, like big sheets this of thick wood. Yeah. Huh? Yeah, it was like yeah, it was like yeah, it was like three to four inches thick wood, and it'd yeah. be huge, right? Like we're talking. We're talking one sign could be four feet wide, say two feet high, and they had a stencil machine that would cut out the stencil of the lettering in reverse, and it cut it out in this material that was really thick, um, almost rubber feeling. Like a vinyl? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but it had to be a little thicker because you laid that down over the wood, then you peeled up the negative space. And you would sandblast the negative space. So once it was all sandblasted, you know, it was dug into the wood. You'd pull up the, the, the vinyl or whatever, and then the lettering would be raised nice and smooth. Yeah. And it would sand it down and painted and whatnot. And the company did all the installation and everything. So I was going to say these are signs for businesses. Oh, yeah. 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 I, okay. I was gonna say I, I when my first business that's the exact type of sign that we had put up it was probably five six feet wide by three to four feet tall and they had to put everything that we wanted on it and they had to come in and install it with huge brackets on the outside of the brick building yeah, yeah and I remember Rob you worked upstairs because he was working he was basically the in-house uh artist and I yeah. was doing the sign production stuff and I remember in the workshop you could you'd walk upstairs uh and that's it wasn't huge up there i mean your desk was up there the, the main guy's desk 
Wasn't it yeah. Duff? Duffy signs or something? Duff, Duff Duffy? Duff signs, yeah, Duff signs. It was just Duff, D-U-F-F? Yeah. Like Duff, Duff beer? <laughs> I think so, yeah. There's so many Simpsons references we should be talking about now. No, literally. And um I can't oh, man, yeah. I don't remember. I barely remember some of the people that worked there. I mean, I remember the husband and wife because it was yeah. a husband and wife. Yeah. And then I remember the two guys in the shop. One guy, the head of the shop, drove this little sports car that we had a big bay in the shop that you could literally pull a car into. That's how big it was, but it was for painting. Oh, I remember that guy. Yeah. 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 And it was the, the bay in the shop was basically cause some of the signs were, I mean, some of these signs were freaking huge. You had to use a crane to put them up. Yeah. So they, they had a room in the shop that was basically like you saw at auto body shops where they pull the car in to do the, you know, the painting of the car. Because they use the exact same type of equipment to paint the signs, so yeah. this guy was trying to restore this the sports car, this older sports car. Like, you know, this was like in '87, so this guy's trying to restore right. a car probably from the late '70s, and he pulled in there to paint parts of it and stuff. But anyway, yeah. that's where we met, and uh, yeah, somebody, I think somebody connected us that like, oh, you're into cartoons or comics and. The guy downstairs is into comics too, and that's how we just kind of connected and and uh, you know got to know each other. Yeah, yeah that's cool. I'm still telling you. So I'm thinking Duffman because Eric mentioned Duffman, yeah. and I'm looking at Kid Terrific. You know, it's a similar kind of uniform. I'm I'm seeing some similarities here. <laughs> I know. Now we now we know where uh, where that all came. Where from. Uh, Rob stole it from. See, Man, and and that would have been about. Isn't that about the time the Simpsons came up? Came out like '89. Could have been. I'm thinking yeah. because it was Tracy Ullman. Now, now you got me thinking because I'm thinking he's Duffman's going to go. Yeah, Duff signs while drinking a Duff beer. Oh yeah, you know, that's gonna, right. I'm just going to make a confession and just say, yeah, I stole, I stole the whole thing, I stole it all. There you go. Oh, that's awesome, though. I mean, seriously, Duff. I mean, I, I would have a memento in your, in your office of that. <laughs> yeah, right. I need to put it right here. Yep, you got that's room. Right. <laughs> exactly. Lots of room. Um, what was I going to say? Yeah. And then from there I went, I know I went off to school. Yeah. You weren't working at Greenhorn first, Greenhorn and Amero before me. No, you, I think you came there first and then I kind of followed you and, and I, and I don't know who left Greenhorn first, you and me, but I, well, no, I did in the city. I went to Baltimore and worked, uh, at a publishing house for a little bit. And then you went off to Kubert. Right. Yeah, you're right. I don't know who left first because that's right. I worked at Duff Signs in high school. Uh, will there be a Kid Terrific First Man crossover? No, most likely not because, you know, First Man will just blow that little kid's head right off. So the thing, the thing that people don't know is this little Kid Terrific is actually little kid Luke Henry. <laughs> oh, so this He's is a not. prequel. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. This is he's like Anakin. Yeah. Does she ever call him by his first name? Oh, she does, Terry. So, well, 
Little known fact, it's actually Luke Terry Henry. <laughs> it's not. Um, no, so I worked at Duff Signs. I remember now in high school, and then I took a year off after high school to uh, before going to the Hubert School, and that's when I got that the job at Greenhorn and Amera, which was a map making place. So I was a cartographer there. Right. And well, so you um, went from signs to maps. Yep, I went to signs to maps. What were you doing there? I don't remember. I was just putting together like in-house graphics stuff. I think you were graphic graphic design or whatever. Then yeah, I was just doing graphic stuff. Yeah. All right. So we worked there, and then yeah, I don't know who left first. I don't know if it was you or me going to the Cubert School, or if you left before I left to go to the Cubert School. Yeah. So yeah, I don't remember. Yeah. But you went on to the Kubert School, and then I started. Um, I started doing editorial cartoons for the Baltimore Sun, uh, probably that following year, and so that's the track I went down for about a decade, just as an editorial cartoonist, um, and I kind of dabbled in comic strips. But I didn't do a whole lot with comics, and the only times really I ever did anything with comics is when you would come by, and you would bring me pages, and um, uh, you know, just photocopied pages, and I would ink them up. Um, just as these kind of fun little exercises, but uh, but uh, that's you know that's all I ever did with comics after that. Yeah, I mean you tried submitting and stuff. It's really it's getting into com. I mean getting into comic books is hard enough. Getting into comic strips is so much harder. And I mean there's no real comic strips. People still try to get in, and it's a lot harder now yeah. with digital and newspapers shrinking and stuff. Whereas yeah. back then. You know, there's no, you know, no, I mean, there were computers, but nobody had internet and any of that stuff. And it right. was still really tough to get into the comic strip thing. And I remember you submitted and stuff. And I just don't know what those people look for because every strip you showed me that you tried to submit, I thought was great <laughs> compared to some of the crap that's out there, you know? <laughs> well, well, Rob, if you were doing political cartoons, just out of curiosity, how long, um, did you have to do one a day or was it just for the Sunday or how many weeks did you have to put out? Yeah. So I, I did, um, the, the sun paper at the time had, had its two main cartoonists and I was, a I was a local guy. So I did local issues and, okay. um, and I did three a week, uh, each week. So, um, and they ran in these kind of local weekly publications that were inserted into the main paper. And then, and then shipped out as zoned editions to the different counties. So my stuff was exclusively kind of hyper-local. You know, I, occasionally I got to do state issues, but for the most part, I was doing really local county, county-wide issues. And, um, and that's been most of my career as an editorial cartoonist. You know, I, I, I became a full-time journalist and newspaper editor after that for a number of years, and I still uh, contributed some comic strips or, com or editorial cartoons. But, but again, they were just uh, at most statewide issues. And, um, and I've done a few national issue editorial cartoons that, that have been distributed around the country, but it's not something I've, I've really kept up with. And, and in fact, I, I really don't have any interest in doing it at all anymore. I think, uh, it's, uh, it's, I think it's difficult to take a position in an editorial cartoon anymore that doesn't look like something other than what you want it to be. You know, the national right. discourse its own editorial cartoon you know it's, it's, well as a follow-up did you come up with the topics yourself or did they say rob this week we want you to focus in on what's going on in a b and c 
Yeah, no, I, I would just read what was in the paper that week and, and kind of get what was the, the issues. And then I'd submit some sketches. And the, the editor would sometimes pick his favorite or sometimes he would just say, you know, just go with what, you know, whatever you like the best. But for the most part, okay. you know, the, the ideas were mine and then, and then I would draw them up as well. Yeah. Okay. Did, um, you still have your you still have most of your originals from all that stuff, don't you? Because I mean, yeah, a lot of them, yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I mean, that's cool. Stuff. Yeah, yeah. And in fact, you know, segueing back to during one of your stops in, you know, you were looking at my editorial cartoons one day, and I don't know if you remember this, but you saw the brush I was using, and and you were like, man, you get a really good brush line, but you'd get a much better brush line if you actually switched to a real sable brush. And I think we went to the store that day and, and you had me buy Windsor Newton sable number three. And I brought it home and dipped it and started inking. It's like, holy shit, this is so much better than, than you know, <laughs> so. Oh, that's too funny. I think I do remember that actually. You know, it's funny. I can see you doing that too, Andy. Nope, switch to this. Come on, let's go. <laughs> oh yeah. Stop being a little boy. Let's get the real tools. Oh, Let's yeah. be a professional now. <laughs> I know editorial cartoons are supposed to look sloppy, but it's not because of the brush they use. Nice. So yeah, that's that's uh, the uh, that's the inbox comic site that is still fairly current. You know, I, I post. Uh, I, I try to post there once every, every week or so. Um, and I've got a, a, a slew of comic strip features that I that I still continue to put up um, from week to week. Yeah, no, you definitely should. I mean, you got to get this stuff out there for sure. Yeah. You know, one thing uh, that I I know some people do is just pull one panel, right, mm -hmm. and post the one panel on Twitter, and then the tweet says to see the rest of the cartoon, go here, and then post the link. Yeah. Yeah, I should I should continue to link up more to the Substack page because I, there's probably a lot more people on Substack than there were when I first started building that. You know, I I was about six months ahead of the curve on, on Substack, and and now it seems like everybody signed uh, contracts with uh, with Substack to develop material. So, you know, I sh I should probably keep uh, sending my stuff over there. <laughs> I just read this cartoon. <laughs> Uh, so let me get this straight. You named the male character in this, Evelyn? Yeah, his name's Evelyn. And, uh, and, and he's named after Evelyn Waugh, right, the, the writer. And uh, so he's got this girly name. He's got four brothers, uh, Christy, Beverly, Noel, and I uh, can't remember the other brother's name. But, you know, mom wanted girls. So his complex is, of course, that, um, that he goes through life with <laughs> girls. So he gets a dog who's uh, just better than him and everything. It just cracked me up. Just because at first I read this and then, you know, I read his, his, his dialogue and I was like, oh, that's sweet. And then you read the dogs. You're like, oh, that's pretty funny. So. I left you a present. <laughs> <laughs> that cracked me up. And he got the little monkey one, which cracks me up. <laughs> yeah, a little little monkey mimic. So, uh, um, 
so this is an older strip. You know, I, I was using filler as I was updating FPV, um, but Mimic was an older strip that I, I it, it made the rounds at the syndicates maybe, I don't know, 10, 15 years ago. And, and um, you know, they passed on it, of course. But I, I just like the little character. He's, you know, he's this little monkey who's out of his element. And he's trying <laughs> to figure his way around in the world. Uh, it cracks me up. <laughs> Ed, Ed, Not ID, Ed, you want some Ed? I'll show you some Ed, buddy. Freudian slip. <laughs> I dropped my toast. I spilled my juice. I stabbed myself with my fork. What a mess. I'm going to be late for work. <laughs> oh, that's hysterical. <laughs> like I said, man, I see stuff like this. And I'm just like. This stuff just holds up to me with the stuff in the paper. But well, it's funny because I'm looking at this stuff and I'm laughing going, God, I could read this. And then I'm thinking, how do we go from this to first man? <laughs> <laughs> well, and that's just it. I knew I, you know, I know Rob has a sense of humor and I want humor in the book. So, um, you know, it was just the perfect, perfect marrying up, I thought. And, you know, I know he liked comics and stuff. So, and we had the same taste in comic books as well. So you guys hooked up on this, what, back when you did the first run an image or after? No, back when the first one, I drew it. And he wasn't involved in any of the stuff I drew. I, he was involved when I drew it and I sent it to him and said, hey, I, 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 if you want to yeah, take yeah. a crack at scripting this. Yeah. And we chatted about it a little bit and he did. And I liked it. But then when I brought it back, I was like, all right, we're going to we're going to change some stuff up here. So we just kind of chatted about what we what was going to be changed and stuff and um, the the future of it. And, you know, I've said this on other streams I've been on for interviews where, you know, I get the script back and I'm like, holy crap, this is so much. It's it, it's definitely more thought out. Than what I did because I always tell people, Rob, on streams that basically we would talk on the phone and I'd have a general kind of direction. And and then I left it up to you to fill in all the gaps. Like I'd be like, I want this. It starts here. There's something here in the middle. You know, I'm thinking, and then this is how it ends. You got to fill it all in. And then, you know, everybody knows that the villain in this book is called Adonis. And I've said this over the past couple of weeks when I've talked to people. I said, you know, I came up with the villain's name and he's not he's a villain because somebody's got to be the bad guy. But he doesn't see himself as a bad guy. And his name's Adonis. And Adonis is a artificial intelligence that the Fourth World Foundation scientists built under a government contract to build like the ultimate uh, AI fighting machine and the thing that i was really impressed with is i think I, I think i told you this dennis is when i got the script back rob actually came up with words for each letter of the word adonis kind of like shield is strategic blah 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 you no, know acronym okay yeah do you but i don't remember what it is because it's just not top of mind do you remember what it is for adonis no. Not off the top of my mind. I can't remember. It just, you know, everything connected. But it's like, it's, it's, 
I know the first two letters are something like artificial defense, something, 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 you know, but I was just so impressed because I was like, holy shit, I never even thought of, you know, making an acronym, you know, having Adonis be an acronym for something. And then you came up with something that just makes so much sense. I was just so impressed with it. So... Well, geez, I don't remember reading that in the book. Well, it's because it's in the second one. Oh, see, now you're just teasing us. The Fourth World Foundation is the second one, Dennis. <sighs> it's the second one. I'm gonna I'm gonna plug in my iPad. I'll be right back. You go right ahead. While you do that, I'll just of course play the trailer. Let's see. We'll go <laughs> we'll go with this one. Speaking of plugging, that's right. Luke Henry, after kicking Monarch's ass to the depths of space, is back on Earth. And now he's looking to save the world from the Fourth World Foundation. Sure, he had help from Penumbra before, but she's not helping him this time. He's got to face it on his own. Look at these four people. He's come for a villain known as Adonis. He'll do it. You'll be there. Back it now. First man to learn. I love it. You know, it, it's funny, Hyper Kaiju, you put that because I was thinking the same thing. Look at these four people. <laughs> Everybody loves that part where, you know, I did a, Ethan had me do a voiceover of the minute long trailer. I didn't know what he was doing. He's just like, hey, you know, it was on his show weeks back and he played the video and he's like, I'm going to play it and I want you to, you know, just do the pitch. And I was like, oh, okay. So I just did it on the fly. And then the next time I was on a show, like a week later, he had that video that was 30 seconds shorter. And he, you know, he had the, the, the guy that did the video, uh, edited it down, put in that voiceover with the echo behind it and stuff. So, and everybody loves the, look at these four people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. What do you want to do? I've got a lot of drawing to do. I got some more. Uh, the head sketches. I've got five out of 15. But I've got uh, eight out of 15 for the single figure commissions. So uh, I'll be doing some single figure commissions before the book ships next year. Yeah. Picked up another. So we got two people so far for the character in the book. Because I, I added a new tier, and there's one gone there. But there's, of course, the first one's gone. So two of these are gone. So if you want to be a character in the book, there's two spots left. I added this uh, sketch cover of uh, Christopher Reeve-esque Superman fighting a Lou Frigno-esque Hulk. Nice. So if somebody wants a nice original sketch cover. And it looks really good in person. Yeah, Dennis has seen the original to it. So, so yeah. So, uh, you know, get the program book. Lots of cool stuff left, and we're closing in on 34 hours left. I'd love to get the 450, if not 500 backers. And now we are – oh, no, I got to do math. Uh, we are uh, – oh, my oh God. Oh, God, not math. Oh. 2,000 – hold on. 2,356. 356. <laughs> like I said, math. 
as well. Two thousand three hundred and fifty-six dollars away from thirty thousand. I know we can do that in the next thirty-four hours with everybody's help sharing the campaign. Tweet it, Facebook it, share it around. Sharing is caring. Hyper guys, you nailed it right there. Uh, watch the artist do math, folks. <laughs> I'll be honest. I was about to say 2,736. <laughs> so I'm glad Dennis jumped in. You know, I, I, I felt like a monkey watching a monkey with the little music box going around and Andy going, doot, doot, doot. <laughs> I can do this math. Damn it. Well, I you know, now I just it. want to know what Adana stands for. I'm serious. That's what I'm thinking. I'm coming up with all these variants in my mind what it actually could be. So now, now I, you better be in the book. <laughs> oh, it's it's in the book. I, if you knew, you don't have, you can't pull it up while we're talking, can you? Oh, where's Rob's camera? Where'd he go? I don't know, Rob. Rob, Rob I'll try now. Oh, yeah, you're yeah. trying to. See if you can see if you, yeah, I can't I remember to, what, lost my link. I can't remember what page number it's around in the script yeah, yeah, yeah. because yeah, I, I'm, see if I can find it. I'm so curious because it's so good. Hopefully I'll get back to uh, drawing the stuff this week. I'm finishing up another sketch cover for the, for the people watching that saw me do the draw the white queen sketch cover. I finally finished inking that today so actually i can show it oh yeah you got it yeah i forgot i did scan it let me uh let me just open it up here Boo, doo, doo, doo. here it is you got it yeah I'm what the oh. so there's the sketch cover of the white queen i finished Ooh, and it's not an amazing x-men one that's right because she's amazing she is. She's amazing. So, yeah, so this one I finished. Now I've got this Green Lantern one that I started on a stream that I got to finish as well. And then back to First Man 2, Learning Curve. Thank you very much. I appreciate that, Hyper Kaiju. So, yeah, so she's all finished. <laughs> My my laptop became unplugged. It started flashing. My batteries died. I'm like, rut row. Oh, look. Boobages and Clevengers all in one shot. She's like, hello. See, and I liked it with her hair like that. That's what, a good down? one. Yep. And long. Well, of course. It's luscious. <laughs> it's but it is not vivacious. Because that's yeah. that's trademark for another person. That's right. There's only one person that's vivacious, and that's Penumbra. She's the vivacious one. Have you found it yet? No, no, are I you... can't find it. I can't find it. Do you actually have the, the script open, or are you trying to find that? Yes, yeah, I'm trying to find the... I've, I've got the script, I thought, but it looks like I must have closed it out. And... Um... All right, hold on. So I don't have it right now. <laughs> Maybe I had it on my desktop. You fool. All right, give me a second. I'll look for it. Never fear. I'm here. That's, that's what I'm scared of. Or, or what you say is, 
answer to be shown in the book, you must buy the book. <laughs> That's right. If you want to know what Adana stands for, go back. First man to learning curve now. Uh, let's see. I got it. You got it? Well, I'm going to look for it is what I mean uh, when I say uh, I got it. I'm looking too. I don't have it. Uh, let's see. That's the noise I make as I read through a script. Is there a way you can word search in this dumb thing? It says, if you thought his math skills was bad, wait till you see his tech skills, folks. <laughs> you see, my reading skills is what you mean. Wait till you see my reading skills. Because now I don't have StreamYard open because I'm looking at a document on my screen instead of StreamYard. Oh, my. Yeah, I, think, I think it was pretty early on in the script. so I thought it know. was, too. Yeah. Oops, I don't want to comment. Let's see. All right. Dennis, talk about your weekend. My weekend? I was. I was I started out talking about my weekend, but you know, my daughter's in Korea now forever. So oh, I'll not forever. To fly and see it forever. She's not there forever. Well, at least for five, six, seven years. So that, that that'll be a long flight. Then wow. my back broke. So, because Susie started turning her room immediately into uh, into her office, so she's out of my man cave. You notice where I'm broadcasting from? I, I haven't been up here, but but very right here. The estrogen has flowed downstairs, <laughs> and my testosterone is refilling the upstairs once again. Thank I am God, happy. That room that room was looking a little girly. Well, nothing's changed other than than the occupant. So, yeah, I can see your point. Exactly. So, yeah, now I am I am very slowly having to redo my room and probably having to order my next set of drawer boxes. That's going to be a an Andy's coming over project. Um, what? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. If I if I'm helping you bag and mail all your first man books again, you're definitely coming over and helping put together. Probably 20, 25 drawer boxes. I guess I can do that. We got to order them, man. I know, but we got to talk to Tracy. Our buddies was talking about putting them in their store. Yeah, I don't know where it is in the script. How big so. is this script, man? <laughs> it's a big book, dude. 64 yeah. page count, square bound, baby. It's a big book. Oh, well, Baby. Rob's writing it. That's why there's dialogue. Otherwise, there'd be no words in the book. Exactly. <laughs> he, he made me put sound effects in. Uh, oh, did he? Yeah, lots of them. He's got to. Got to have sound <laughs> wow. effects in a superhero book. Well, I'm done looking. I can't find it. So if you want to know what Adonis stands for. Buy the book. Buy the book. Back First That's Man great. 2 Learning Curve Now. And learn what Adonis stands for when you get it in your hands next year and you love everything about it. Scroll down, look at some more uh, some more fantastic. Let's let's go over the tiers one more time. Feature tier, volume one, two, and the program book, 65 bucks. Volume one or vi volume two, 25 bucks. Bart Sears cover, 35. Get that awesome Bart Sears cover. I've had people go, uh, I backed it and I got Bart's cover. I'm like, awesome. 
I love that cover. Being the publisher, nice. I'll have it too. Um, get volume one and volume two for 50. So if you missed out on volume one, there it is. Get both covers for 60 of volume two for the completest in you. Get yourself a head sketch commission, seven by 10, same size as the book. So it can be mailed to you at the same time. You pick the character, 100 bucks. Get the first man fabulous bundle. That is volume one, my cover and Bart's cover. Volume two, my cover and Bart's cover and the 40 page program book, oh. 135 for the set. But you get know, Andy, for the completest, they need to get your original version from Image Comics of number one. No. Which, which was from what year? 1997. But that can only be got for me, but I don't have any right now for sale. So. Oh. Uh, get yourself I, a single figure commission. Seven by ten. You pick the character. Be a character in the book. Watching as First Man battles out, battles it out with Adonis. You will be featured in your own panel. A nice close-up of you, or maybe you're buying it as a gift for a loved one or a friend. And you will get four copies of the book as well. So, oh, so you mean if I if I subscribe to that one, I can't be Adonis? No. Oh. Because <laughs> uh, I had it in my mind. Then I would know what it meant. <laughs> No, you become a character in the book, but you are that. not Adonis. Okay, just checking. Yes, not at all. Not at all. Uh, and then, of course, there's the, there's the sketch cover, which gets you a copy of the book and the original art to that sketch cover of Superman uh, about to go at it with Lou Ferrigno Hulk. Christopher Reeve's Superman, Lou Ferrigno Hulk. And uh, here's some glorious pages from, from inside the book. Apollo and his lovely, vivacious lady, Penumbra, on their home world. What's that all about? Well, you have to get the book to find out. First man taken to the air, leaving NYU where he attends college to help hopefully save the day. Or is he? You'll have to go to the page and look at that page closer to see. Here he's coming home, trying to help his dad out, but causing more problems than good. What's a guy to do? And like I like to tell people on streams, you might be seven foot tall and jacked superhero, but you're not big enough for your dad not to bitch you out still for doing something stupid. So his dad's bitching him out, and he just changes back and goes to his room. Of course, here his dad's waking him up saying, Son, the Fourth World Foundation wants to meet with First Man. You got to get on over there. So but there he goes. Sulking. What's that? But he's still sulking, so he doesn't go. End no, he's book. waking up. He's waking up. His dad busting in on him, waking him up. You don't wake a teenager up. I'm telling you, this really could be important. an alternative ending. We could do. You could do that. Make a special alternative ending. Now I see where we could go. Nope. Nope. <laughs> So there he goes to meet the Fourth World Foundation. The page that's on my desk is the next page where he gets to meet the Fourth World Foundation members. I actually tweeted the layout to that page out uh, a week or so ago. Yeah, so people yeah. know what the layout for the next page looks like. Let's meet the characters. 
Fourth War Foundation. Oh, Adonis. Hmm. Hmm. Here's variant cover. Mm, good times there. Oh, yeah. And the parody ad is back. Dennis's favorite part of the book, the host. It is. Ads. Oh, you got That looks like Race Bannon. It's Adonis. Johnny <laughs> Quest. It's actually Adonis. Don't tell anyone. That's what he looks like. <laughs> oh, so I see. So Race Bannon posed for Adonis. I this is it. actually Adonis. I'm not kidding. That's Adonis. Are you, are you being serious? Yeah, that's Adonis. If you actually, if anybody actually, a few people have actually said in other chats, if you read the parody ad, you'll find out what Adonis looks like because that's Adonis. <laughs> oh wow! I thought you were pulling my leg. Give me my no, leg. Adonis is the Adonis is the bad guy in the parody ad. That's the whole point. You have to read it though, because even because you asked, will Jezebel Jade be in the book as well? No. No, what? I was never a Johnny Quest fellow, so uh, <laughs> I kind of get the reference, but uh, no, you this is never Adonis. a Questerian? No, not at all. Oh. So, in fact, my favorite word balloon right here is Penumbra holding the tray of pies. Here, I'll read it. <laughs> Trust me, these pies are the juiciest things you'll ever taste. They'll melt in your mouth, and the cream will leave you totally satisfied. Ever seen anything yummier, Adonis? <laughs> and Adonis says, not in any of the 27.348 days of my artificial existence, woman. Delicious. Now, I'm assuming Andy wrote that part. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I, I touched, let's just say I touched it up from what Rob sent me for the script. Cause, cause that sounds like I'm literally sitting next to Andy talking. <laughs> let's just say, what's that writing term that the editor will sometimes do? I punched it up a little bit. <laughs> That's what my job is. Rob does it, you know, 95% of what Rob turns in for the script is just perfect. But there's that little 5% that I've got to come in and punch up just a little bit. What's that? I thought you were going to say 6% with your mask skills. No, no. <laughs> yes, no, because no. we all know that is 101%. That'd be right. Andy's mad. Yes. Well, that is true. I like to say I give 110% and Rob gives 95 So There it goes. There's some examples of the head sketches I've done in the past for people. Of course, an example of a full figure. The guy didn't uh, tell me who he wanted. He said, your pick. And I was like, okay, you're getting Penumbra. So that's what that fellow got. The program book, 40 pages of bonus content. And a beautiful book that has uh, drawings of first man by the likes of Adam Hughes, Brian Hitch. George Prez, Alan Davis, Bart Sears, just to name a few, but there's 15 guest artists at all. And then the rest of the book is filled up with page layouts and sketches, The basically the how-to of uh, making a comic book. And uh, there's that uh, wonderful uh, new edition of the Superman cover. So Nice. And uh, coming soon, I guess I'll debut something else. 
Oh, coming soon to the campaign page. Hold on. I got to get to the get to the file. I, I feel like we're being Mr. Multitasker now. Woo. I am multitasking. Oops. I'm a big multitasker. I multitask better than Jeffrey Tubin. You know, you best not tilt that uh, that that camera down. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> I'm going to be adding this to the campaign, debuting here for the first time, the official First Man t-shirt that has First Man on the front, Penumbra in one color on the back. Look at that nice label tag you'll have. Uh let me zoom in on that so people can see it. Oh, look at that tag, baby. Astounding Comics. Limited with my signature thrown in. The t-shirt designer did a fantastic job doing this. I am not the designer of this t-shirt. It is uh, St. Clair Apparel is uh, who designed it. I told him I wanted a hyper you. Thank you very much. I told him I wanted kind of an 80s feel to the T-shirt. So I really dig what they did with the circle motif here and him popping out of it and stuff. And that's, and that's so. the 10 color, right? Oh, yeah, baby. There is no other color. This is it. Yeah. This is full color, full 10 color. It's the most, uh, it's the one of the best printings you can do for a shirt. So it's going to be nice, high quality shirt. And, so I hear adding, you get, and I hear you can get them in real men's sizes, too. Yeah, you, all the way from small up to 4X. Yeah, because, baby. You know, Rob looks like he's a, he's a man of slight build, but he needs a 4X. Don't let that, uh, <laughs> don't let that, don't let that image of him fool you. Um, he God, might look okay. slight, but <laughs> he, uh, he is not, so... Yeah, I, I utilize a slimming device when I go on. You do. Well, it's called a filter on your camera. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I, I just mine works like the other way. You slim yours down, and I expand mine to, to make up for it. Yeah. That's right. So there you go. So debut that as well. So uh, I'll be putting that on a campaign page soon. And then also... the. Uh, I'm deciding if I want to do black and this blue. I haven't decided yet. I'm either going to put up one of each or I might just put up black. So they both look good. I think I do too, but you know, it just comes down to, uh, availability and stuff like that. So I'll have to decide. I like, I will have to decide what's that. I like the blue. The blue looks really nice. I do too, especially yeah, with penumbra good. on the back with the blue on the blue, the way it does it, it's, yeah. it, it meshes well. Yeah, yeah, it does. Uh, yeah. So there you have it. There you have it, guys. Uh, let me just remove that. Get us back here. Rob, your head's cut off. I don't know if you can see. There you go, buddy. I know you have a camera on your, or uh, you can see us. So you can actually adjust yourself properly <laughs> uh hyper guys you are these available through the campaign they will be i just have to put them up i wasn't too worried about it before the campaign ends 
because you know the campaign will go in demand until after the book ships and until uh, we launch volume three. So, you know, they will be going up uh, soon, kind of like Graham did with his Alien Alamo shirts. Uh, so I, I'll be putting them up in the next uh, day or so. So you can look for them then. And of course, I'll tweet out about it and stuff. And like Dennis says, they'll range in size from small to 4X. So there you have it. Very All right, cool. guys, we're going to wrap this up because uh, I will be streaming again at 7 o'clock tonight on Ethan's channel for Comic Kings. Uh, I know Art's going to be there. Graham's going to be there. Uh, I'm pretty sure Mr. Lepresti is going to be there. So uh, there you have it. Uh, Rob, thank you for joining us. Yeah, thanks for having me, Andy. It was fun. No, of course. You know it. And, yeah, uh, I, I enjoyed meeting you. I, I now I get to see the brains behind First Man because I, you know, I only get to see Andy. <laughs> I'll have you know. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I gotta do it the right way. <laughs> They're right here. The brains right behind First Man yeah, so are right go. here. Wow. I, I took them out green just to be one color. That's impressive. I took them out just for you. Look, don't, don't think I'm kidding. This is the size of a brain. There was brains behind first man. That's the and size behind a brain. Yes. We're, we're talking about your brain. <laughs> oh, Hey Dennis, hold on. I knew it. <laughs> right there, buddy. It's not me is that, flicking is that, off. Is that what you utilize so you can get the good hand shots in your comics? That's what I utilize when I want some strange. <laughs> it's a good thing this is a PG-13 uh, uh, podcast. It is posable. Oh, God. I feel... Uh... <laughs> oh, I hate it when that happens. Now, if you guys are wondering, does Andy do this all day? Yes. Yes, he will literally sit in the office and he'll do one or a wiggle pop on or something like that. You just never know what he's going to do. What are you talking about? I care so much about my art. Oh, God. Oh, Andy Van Gogh. Nice. Oh, and for his next magic trick. I have a detachable ear. So what? It was an accident when I was a child and you guys are making fun of it. So that's not very nice. Christine is not here. She has already left for the day because she's, uh, you know, it's after five hyper kaiju. She's gone for the day. Um, I know people like, like seeing Christine. Unfortunately, unfortunately she is gone for the day, but you know, oh, we can man. at least see her this way. Oh, there you go. Fix for the day since you asked. There you have. I'm speechless for the first time. I know I'm, you are. I'm, I'm done. <laughs> dear, you should be. Dear God, why? Because you, <laughs> because you, stop clicking on, because you asked. That's why. You ask, you shall receive. Come on, if you're going to ask, I'm going to show you. But that is enough for today. We will, uh, what are you doing? Put that down.
That's my first man. Woo! That's good There's stuff. My copy. It's going in the ultimate file. <laughs> that is fan art. All right, guys. Until next, uh, until Wednesday, we'll talk about uh, the last couple episodes of What If, the zombie one, the Doctor Strange one, new comics, of course, and we'll see what else is on the comic book radar for Tuesday or Wednesday at five. So we'll see you guys on Wednesday. Until next time, bye bye, everybody. Live long and prosper, everyone. <laughs>